Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time, the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you today. Not only because we've got so much Niners, we got so much NFL, we got playoffs, we got all that to talk about, but this handsome devil next to me, baby, I'm back. Brian McFadden of Legit <laughs> Football is back, and nobody is happier than me. Brian, how are you, my friend? John, I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me back on. I just want to let all you guys know I did not. Stop coming on because the Dolphins got pasted by the Niners, and I was at that game, and I was partying with you guys. Holidays, New Year's, Christmas, I'm ready to come on 49ers Rush anytime John calls. He called, I'm here. The problem has been Fridays. We had to shift our schedule to Fridays, and I'm traveling all the time, so it's hard to record these things whenever I'm flying around the country, and so that's all me. Shot J says, pitter-patter, let's get at her. Letter Kenny says so. So here's what we're going to do for this show. Before you walk away from this show, you're going to understand the entire NFC playoff picture, what helps the Niners, hurts the Niners, rooting interests, all that kind of stuff. Brian's got us covered. We're going to bounce back and forth. we got some bets of the week. Lots of good stuff. Oh, and before I move on to this, we are giving away two free tickets to the 49ers versus the Cardinals today. Two free tickets. They're free. Um, compliments of an anonymous Patreon subscriber. And if you have not entered this competition yet, here's all you got to do. Head over to Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman. It's my pinned tweet retweet that one you can do that right now i still have not picked a winner we'll do that here in about 15 minutes or so but again two free tickets to the 49ers game this week that's what we do we give stuff away um it's what we do so brian let's jump into it. we got a lot of games that have playoff implications just on the nfc side we ain't even touching the afc stuff that's going on it's an yeah, absolute that's, it's mess way way too much to figure out the math and the coin flips and all sorts of neutral game forget it Nope, nope, nope. All right, let's do the um sorry, let's do the Vikings versus the Bears because again, with the way the seeding is set up currently, yeah, Eagles 1, 49ers 2, Vikings 3, but they got the Bears this week and this does affect the 49ers thing. Oh, what's up Johnny Dale's Football Academy in the chat? He says Chapman giveaways are legendary. That's what we're trying to build here. Appreciate the shout out Johnny. So, Brian, take it away. Vikings versus the Bears. Go. 
Yeah, so uh, one of the things I like to bring up on my show is DVOA. I've actually brought it up on your show a few times, John. Defense-adjusted value over average. It's by Football Outsiders. It's an advanced metric that measures a team's abilities versus a league average team in that particular year. Uh, And I was not surprised to find that since week 10, the Vikings are 30th out of 32 teams in overall team DVO. I've been saying all year that the Vikings are not as good as their record has been. They set an NFL record for 11-1 win victories. That's something that's so hard to predict and, and doesn't carry on year to year. Good for them in the coaching and getting those wins, but I always thought they're fraud. Every single loss they've lost, John, they've gotten pounded. Their closest loss was 11 points to the Lions. Every other loss has been against good teams, and it has been not even close, and they've been put away fairly early. But if there's one game or one of the few games that, that would work in their favor, it's going up against the Bears with nothing to play for, except the Bears actually still have a shot at the number one overall draft pick, so it, it actually benefits them to lose. Not that you can get the players to really do that. But they've also, the one bright spot for Chicago this year has been Justin Fields, and he's not playing. They're, yeah. they're, they've shut him down for the season. He's got a hip thing. on. He had a shoulder thing prior. He's had all sorts of injuries. He has shown enough this year that I would be completely shocked if they draft a quarterback, so they want to keep him fresh. Nothing to play for. Not even spo- You can't even spoil. The Vikings are in. They've won the NFC North. So right off the bat, as much as I'm not a fan of the Vikings, and I think they... Uh, no matter who they play, they'll probably lose in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think this is going to be a loss. I think they'll win. I, I don't think they'll fall further down in the seeding. Yeah, it's it's an eight-point uh, spread currently. Uh, the Vikings are favored by eight. And it seems like man, the craziest stat I've found, they have a negative 18-point point differential on the yeah. year. 12 wins, 12 and four, and they uh, have scored less points than their opponents across 16 games. Yeah, I just I, I don't see it. I think they're going to win. Now, here's the playoff implications for the Vikings. If we're looking at this through, you know, a Vikings lens, they're the number three seed unless mm-hmm. the 49ers lose and the Vikings win, then they would reclaim that to yep. push the 49ers to three. So you're rooting against the Vikings 49ers fans, but I'm just telling you right now, it's kind of a rough one because the Bears team is so bad. It's yeah. so bad. Um, so there we go. Let's go. To another one that kind of affects the 49ers, but a little bit on the peripheral. It's our division. We spent all year, Brian, talking about the NFC West. Yep. And the Rams, um, they're playing the Seattle Seahawks. This matters because one of the potential matchups in the first round of the wild card of the playoffs, this game right here. So let's talk Rams at Seahawks. Let us know what you got going on here. Yeah, just to clarify the implications here, Seattle needs to win and then have the Packers lose. Of the teams that are still Eligible to get that seven seed. The Packers control their destiny. They're winning in against Detroit. Uh, Seattle still needs to win, but then they need Green Bay to lose. Home game, coming off a win. They beat the Jets last week. The, we, we've talked a lot about how surprised we are with how the Seattle team performed. Obviously, as an NFC West team, we talked about them every week, John. They had a run. They were in first place in the NFC West for almost half the season until the Niners finally uh, took over, which we figured they would, but still, kudos to, you got to hand it to Pete Carroll for the coaching job that he's done. Uh, you got to hand it to uh, GM John Schneider for the, the draft haul that he had and the amount of contributors and high-end contributors they've had on both sides of the ball. You think of Kenneth Walker on the offense, uh, Tariq Woolen, Kobe Bryant on the defense. It is, it's, uh, things are looking up, and of course, Geno Smith, pro bowler. Who would have thought that before the season? So there's a lot of good things to like about Seattle, but... Once you have a big enough t- 
timeline, you really get a feel for what these teams actually are. They still, they have playmakers on defense, but they really struggle overall, especially against the run. They've been a little bit better lately, but since week 10, they're the 10th worst rush defense. I'm sorry, the 30th worst rush defense. So there's only two teams worse than them since week 10 in the entire NFL. And the one thing Rams have been doing really well lately is running the ball because Cam Akers, guess what? He's not washed up. He wanted to trade earlier this season. Didn't happen. He's fully back from his Achilles injury. Uh, and this McVay offense has always worked best when they have a stud running back, a cowbell that they can continue to, to give the ball to who's being effective so that their play action works. Um, I think Baker actually works well in that system, uh, believe it or not. And we've seen them you know, put up 50-plus points on the Broncos. So I actually like the matchups uh, for LA in this, even though it's on the road, I think the Seahawks are a better team. And part of this might be wish casting because I'm going to be honest with you, John. I'll say it right now. I want the Lions in. I just I want the Lions. You've been in the on playoffs. the Lions. A yes. lot of people have been, and since the preseason, I, I'm just going to be honest, and I want to hear people in the chat. I want to play the Seahawks. That's who I want. If I could have any matchup out of all the teams that are available, I would have the Niners the two seed, the Seahawks the seven seed, just because they are not a good matchup team. Um, they've lost five out of their last seven, and their two wins were against the Jets and the Rams. Mm -hmm. And they barely beat the Rams last. I just don't think that they're nearly as good a football team as what the record. Like, they came out hot. I get that. They have completely fallen apart. Yeah. Um, They've the, come the back news, to where they should be, I think. Is, I think is you're exactly correct. Yeah, uh, yeah they're an 8-8 eight eight team. Um, yeah. They're an 8-8 eight eight team with no teeth. With no teeth. And good news for them, they got the Rams, who, man, which is crazy, the Rams actually surpassed the Cardinals for last place in the NFC West. So there you go. Uh, we got some Fighting bottom. last place. There we go. Um Johnny I agree says, with you, John. Yeah, I'm going to go comment ahead. on this because I, I agree with you. I do think the 49ers should want the Seahawks here. I've, I, you mentioned that I've been high on the Lions, but they've kind of proven me right lately. Uh, the only two losses they've had, kind of the opposite of the Seahawks, is they almost beat the Bills on Thanksgiving, and they had just a, a complete unseen egg against the Panthers. A Panthers team who has actually was actually surging towards the end of the year. Other than that, they have played dominantly. They beat the Packers earlier. I know we're not talking about that game just yet. But I just think they're playing really well. Ben Johnson is as a head coaching candidate with what he's done with that offense. The defense is playing better. Aiden Hutchinson has really come into his own. Uh, and then, of course, Aaron Rodgers and the win streak that they're on. Uh, you know what he's capable of. As a 49ers fan, you should want to play the Seahawks. You, have the, you know them the best. Uh, you've shown that you can dominate them with uh, Jimmy G or with Purdy at quarterback. You should want Seattle. I'm still picking the Rams to win this game. Like I said, that's a little bit of wish casting, but I think this actually matches up well because McVay wants to run the ball, uh, and, and Akers has looked so good and has been one of the reasons they've won a few games. Baker is a nice story, and I'm a, I like Baker Mayfield in general, but without the resurgence of the run game, uh, you don't see those kind of victories that Baker has had, but this is the kind of game where that lines up well. So I like the Rams to play spoiler. They've kind of gone up and down, like they'll win one, then they'll lose one. Well, they lost last week to the Chargers. I'm picking Baker, Cam Akers, and McVay to knock off the Seahawks uh, and give the Lions a chance on Sunday night. You know, one of the storylines that I was pulling for forever was I want Baker to be the quarterback of the future for the Rams. I don't believe in him. And so I really hope that he gives them something because I'm he's not sure commercials. Stafford comes back. Yeah, I like him great. in commercials. <laughs> he, he's, he's a funny cat, man. He's yeah. a funny cat. And, and you know, probably one of the comments I get a lot, Johnny comes in here and says, hard to beat a team three times in a year. That's fair. 
I get that. I went back last year when we played the Rams and did a lot of research, and it was like in the past 10 years, it was like a 70% whoever won the first two matchups won the third matchup. Now, that didn't happen last year with the Rams, but there's a huge difference between 2021 Rams and the 2022 Seattle Seahawks. I I don't know. Um, the Lions I also have know. the best pass rushes of these three teams. Besides Hutchinson, uh, James Houston has kind of come out of nowhere uh, from Jacksonville State, you know, playing under Dion uh, as one of the draft steals at this point. They have a legitimate pass rush, more so than the Packers consistently and definitely more so than the Seahawks. And if there's one thing, you're off, the Niners' offensive line has been solid but not spectacular. So if you face a team with a good pass rush, if they get to Purdy. So if we're just talking matchups, I know it's hard to beat three teams, but I'm still going to say you guys should want Seattle in the playoffs. Yeah, that's how I feel too. And you speak of the devil, and Don Burr arises from the ashes. He is in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for your famous Lions a YouTube commenter? Uh, I don't know. I need your official <laughs> titer, title, uh, Don Burr. So we got, we got to. We got to go to the Lions versus the Packers. This is the last game in the schedule, the Sunday night game, and everything hinges on this because I like the way they did the schedule, actually. Uh, obviously, I wish for the 49ers' sake, the Eagles and Vikings played beforehand so we knew what we were playing for, but let's talk Lions versus Packers. Last game, this is the clearest win-and-in situation of anybody. Take us through it, Brian. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, so the Packers have the clearest path. If they simply beat the Lions at home at Lambeau on Sunday night, they're in. It doesn't matter what happens in the Seattle Rams game. Uh, the Lions did kind of start their run earlier this year by beating the Packers. It was a weird game. Rodgers threw two interceptions in the end zone. Uh, the Packers have kind of turned it around nine. since then. 15-9. Very, very strange game. Ugh. But we've seen the Lions really surge since then, and we've seen the Packers really surge since then uh, to be in this position. If I'm just looking at metrics and the way these two teams are playing – I like the Packers better. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm picking the Lions. I think that's wish casting. I want to see the Lions in. I think these teams are very evenly matched. I think overall, top to bottom, I actually like the Lions roster a little bit better, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You're seeing a little bit more from the playmakers at Green Bay. You've seen a little more from Christian Watson. Romeo Dobbs is healthy again. They still have Lazard. Uh, and the run game has been good. A.J. Dillon is finally kind of producing like we thought he would earlier in the season. Aaron Jones is still Aaron Jones, a little beat up. But this team has not put up the kind of offensive numbers that Detroit has. Detroit, far and away, doesn't matter that golf's a quarterback, has one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL right now. Top uh, the four, Packers no defense, matter what metric you look at. Eight whatever you look games at. over 20 points. And Goff has been one of the better rated quarterbacks over the last seven to eight weeks. Uh, Touchdown-interception ratio, I think it's like 15 to zero. Even in the games that they've lost, it hasn't been because Goff is, is making mistakes, uh, at least to that degree. Uh, Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift is looking really good. He's looking like his old self. Uh, your wide receivers are healthy. So this is a very dangerous offense, and the defense has played better. The Packers' defense has also played better. They were one of those that was on paper. Looked like they could be a top-five defense in the first half of the season. They were getting steamrolled by teams. You think about the Vikings in Week 1 and how Justin Jefferson had like 180 yards in Week 1, and, and the Packers' defense just looked horrible. They have really shored up. Jair Alexander is getting healthy again. Um, but I still... I, I think when it comes down to it, if you don't have a dominant defense, if you just have kind of middle-of-the-road defenses, which both of these kind of are, 
the Lions have the better offense, which I, I, I'm leaning towards. I don't like to bet against Rodgers. Rodgers is 5-0 and in play-in games in his career. He has never lost a game where he just needed to win to get in the playoffs. This is that scenario. So if I'm a betting man, I'm not, I'm not putting money on this game, but I'm picking it because it's what I do at Legit Football and on this show. So I, I am going to pick Detroit to win. And since I picked the Rams to win, Detroit's getting that seven seed. Oh, oh, that is that's. I hope that happens. I I go back and forth because I hate Aaron Rodgers. I really, really do. Like <laughs> I like the way he plays. Don't get me wrong, but it's been he's a superstar, and you know as his career goes on, and the more and more he opens his mouth, um, just whatever. But like I love the fact that the 49ers are four and zero against him in the playoffs for his career. I kind of want to go five and zero. I want to end this dude's career. That's I, like <laughs> that I want. Nice. I want. I want to ruin this cat. Uh, I want to end it. But from a matchup perspective, I understand probably not the best matchup for the 49ers, That two seven matchup. But would you honestly? That seems the most likely. The clearest two seven matchup seems to be 49ers versus Packers. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it's at home at Lambeau. The fact that I just mentioned. It. Aaron Rodgers playing his best football all season at the right time, and the fact that he's never lost one of these play-in games. That's why I said, logically, it does make sense that Green Bay, if we're just keeping all things even, taking any bias out of it or, or any preferences out of it, the thing that would surprise me the least, John, that's how I'll put it, the thing that would surprise me the least is if the Packers just win. doesn't matter what Seattle does. Yeah. They get in, and then it's uh, the Niners take care of business with Arizona, and then it's 2 7 uh, Green Bay traveling to Levi's for the first round of the playoffs. I like it. I like this comment from Reaper. If we play Green Bay and we win, that means the rookie, talking about Brock Purdy, uh, no introduction needed, beat the two goats in the NFL. That would be a great accomplishment for a rookie. I love it. I love it. I mean, smash Tom Brady. And then given he doesn't play against them, but they're on the field at the same time. It's, it's what it is. Now, We've got a couple more matchups that I want to go through, but before we do, it is giveaway time, baby. Uh, let's give away two free tickets to the 49ers versus Cardinals uh, game this weekend. Uh, I will transfer those over to you once you email me. We will move forward. Um, here we go. The winner is none other. Uh, he spells his name incorrectly. His name is Jonathan with an A. That's wrong. It's supposed to have an O there. Um, 49ers faithful at jpuma55. Congratulations, my brother. Uh, I'll be reaching out to him if he is not watching the live show. I know a lot of people listen afterwards, so uh, I want to make sure we give them all a chance. But uh, congratulations. We got a lot more giveaways coming up in this game this Sunday for the 49ers versus Cardinals. We're doing something brand new. We're going to be doing a watch party live right here on YouTube. Um, and we're going to be doing trivia, giveaways, Q&A, all that stuff. The whole idea, if you haven't been able to make our Rush Road Trips, we're trying to bring that party to you virtually. So um, this is free for everybody. It's not going to be behind our paywall on Patreon. Um, so if you want to join us, you're going to turn your TV on to the game, and you're going to mute it. Then you're going to turn us on YouTube, phone, whatever, and we're going to have a blast. We've got lots of jersey. I think just... I got my stack of jerseys today that I want to be giving away. Signed, um, Aziz Alshire, Vernon Davis, Brandon Ayuk, and then a mystery one. Uh, so we're going to be giving away a lot of stuff live. You got to know your 49ers stuff. Um, and shout out to my man, Josh. He came up with those trivia questions, did a great job. And so it's going to be fun. It's going to be a really good time. Something different, something that if we want to see, we want to do next year or not. So come join us. That's already up on the feed. So if you're on my channel, which you are, obviously, 
you can go back and turn the alert on there now. And we're going live 15 minutes before kickoff. Uh, so yeah, you want that Aziz one? You got to make it work. I see you, Josh. Josh Forty Irons Faithful. He's the one that brings out all the trivia. Does a hell of a job. Um, now, all right, here we go. Two more really, really big games that we got to talk about, and that's the Eagles versus the Giants. Then we'll get to the Niners game, Brian. This game seems weird, man. I don't like it. I really don't like it. Couple things to note before this game. Dable said after last week that he didn't plan to sit his starters, but everything that I'm seeing is that that is the plan. Uh, Giants are locked into the sixth seed. They cannot go up. They cannot go down. They've got that uh, just amazing victory where they locked in. Uh, they actually won to get in last week. I don't really see an advantage to them playing the football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. If you care about security and convenience, you need Eufy Video Lock. Let's just say you're sitting on the couch and you want to lock the door and you don't want to get up, got you covered. You're wondering who's visited your house while you're away from home, done. You want video that's stored on your device without a monthly fee, Eufy Video Lock has everything that you need. On top of that, it's easy to install. You don't have to drill anything. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. That's it. Keyless entry, fingerpoint recognition, no battery anxiety, and they have 24-7 customer support on standby for you whenever you need it. So if you haven't yet, go to Eufy Video Lock. You can Google it. You can check out the videos and all those things. That is E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit ufeofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Ufe video lock starters. And that matters because the Eagles could go anywhere from one to five uh, based on the results of this game. They've lost two in a row with Gardner Minshew, who you on my show, we have it in our intro, mentioning the best backup quarterback in the NFL. He's looked okay, but has not won the games for the Eagles. That means the He's Cowboys. He's no Brock Purdy. He is no Brock Purdy. I said on my show, like, I bet you John would change the answer to that now. But the the Cowboys, if they win and Philadelphia loses, it's that simple. D Dallas is now the NFC East winner. Uh, and as a result, they drop all the way down to the 5 seed because only division winners get 1 through 4. That's a huge drop. That also guarantees you don't play any games at home. So this is a very important game to the Eagles all signs are reporting that Jalen Hurts should be back. He is on track. Even Sirianni himself has said that it looks as though, unless there's setbacks, he will play this game. So you took Philadelphia on one side, playing at home for the number one seed and the division, getting Jalen Hurts back. 
And on the other side, the Giants most likely resting most, if not all, of their important players. It's really hard not to call this game as just an easy Philadelphia win. It's a division game. Anything can happen. Uh, but, yeah, against a team that for most of the year has been the best team in the NFL at through long stretches, got to pick the Eagles. I don't think this game will really be in doubt. Yeah, it, it's... I hate that it is it's set up this way. Yeah. And you know, the last time these two teams played, it, Philly won 48 to 22. Like it, the Giants and That was it, with the like, starters in. That was with the starters in. And so like I really feel like you have the Giants and the Vikings, like these two teams and maybe the Bucks. I feel like if you can get any of those matchups, you're doing great because I, I just do not have any respect for all of them. And yeah. you know, and I'll say on top of this, you know, David, he says, resting your starters is a recipe for disaster. I agree. Halfway doing anything in the NFL, I don't like it. I really don't like it. But the Eagles are 14-point favorites. And if they win, they get the one seed. So basically, now, the Eagles have a pretty big variance. Like, this game means a lot because they have not even won their division yet. Like, people yeah. don't understand. Cowboys are right on their heels. And so if you look at it, like – Okay, Eagles are a one seed with the win. Done. Okay, Dallas becomes the one seed. If the Eagles lose, 49ers lose, Cowboys win. They're the one seed. Not likely. Uh, both the Eagles and 49ers are 14-point favorites, so <laughs> that's not even a good teaser bet. Uh, <laughs> Dallas uh, would be the two seed. If Dallas win, Eagles lose, 49ers win. So, like, there's a lot of shakeup. Otherwise, Dallas is going to be the five seed. Like, there's just a lot of moving parts there. There's a lot on the table. I mean, the fact that the Eagles could not even win their division if they lose this game, they got to take care of business. And that's why I, I don't know. And now let's shift, okay? And I, I want to spend a lot more time here, Brian, if you don't mind. Let's talk sure. about the 49ers Cardinals. Let's talk about the implications, and then let's talk about, man, how do you handle this from a coaching personnel standpoint of playing your players, second half, what changes all those things? Well, I think the matchup with the Cardinals works really well for the 49ers for a few reasons, because I do think it's the type of team that has had uh, struggled on defense for, for much of the season. They actually are really good at turnovers, but they're not good at stopping yardage. Um, so as long as the Niners can play smart, Purdy can continue to play efficient, smart ball like he has been. Uh, there shouldn't be any major swings in the turnover battle. And on the other side of the ball, on the offense, James Conner ruled out. Uh, Colt McCoy ruled out. We all know Kyler Murray is, is done and won't even be ready for the start of next season. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, there's rumors about maybe they want to trade him next. Like this, there's just nothing nice. Trace McSorley is your quarterback going up against the Niners defense. By the way, a Niners defense that just got shredded and is going to want to prove themselves at least a little bit. So I don't see, uh, I mean, you would have more information than me on the Niners specifically, but I don't see them resting a starter. Maybe CMC doesn't play because he hasn't been practicing, but Elijah Mitchell's back. You've got a lot of these other starters. Get a big lead and then He's sit everybody in the second right half. right now. CMC on the practice CMC's practice today? Team. Okay. As so, we speak. As of today, hadn't. But I don't know if I would start Christian McCaffrey, a guy who's had so many injuries. Uh, you've got uh, Elijah Mitchell. Jordan Mason has looked good in the time that he's come in. You have so many other weapons. Get a lead and then sit most of your starters in the second half. This Cardinals team is not good enough to come back against this Niners defense. Don't risk um, unless something crazy happens. You're not going to have a bye. Like, uh, let's just be real. The chance of the Giants beating the Eagles a fully staffed Eagles team versus a Giants team resting their starters when the, the Eagles have everything to play for is very, very slim. So the chances are you're going to be locked into the number two seed. I would rather the Niners get a solid lead 
rest the guys they need to rest so that they can prepare for whoever that number seven seed is in the first round of the wild card weekend next week. Yeah, it, it's, you know, the Cardinals. Oh, Blau's the quarterback. That's right. It's yeah. not even McSorley. It's That's not, not a huge it's, difference. It's slightly up, slightly higher, but. I mean, what would it be like to be on your third quarterback? I don't even know. I don't even know what that would be like. <laughs> yeah, I wonder no what that idea. would be like. No idea. But the difference is, like, the Cardinals I know have what that's like, won. too, by the way, as a Dolphins fan. Oh. Just throwing that out there. We're, we're starting Every Skyler Thompson. single Shanahan coaching tree person knows what it's like to be on your third quarterback. Whether yep. you're the Jets, the Dolphins. I mean, just, it's what Some, it is. Something um, about that system, I guess. <laughs> Quarterbacks I, get hurt. Yes. Now, the Cardinals haven't won since we played them in Mexico. We blew them out in Mexico, and they haven't won since. Six straight losses. This is, like, there's some significance, though, because... Cliff Kingsbury is about to get fired. I think he's at, especially, you can't end on a seven-game losing streak, but we've said over and over again, they're the worst second-half team in the NFL. They do this yeah. every year yep. because of coaching, because of personnel, because of lack of depth. They just don't have it. Um, but J.J. Watt's last game, you know he's going to be leaving it all on the field. Um, we'll see Mike McGlinchey playing the best football of his career uh, back-to-back great games against Montez Sweat, um, against Chase Young, against last week, Max Crosby didn't even show up on the stat sheet. McGlinchey kept him out. Like, now, you know, you go back to Mike McGlinchey's worst game of his entire career. It was J.J. Watt last year. Um, so we'll have to see what that looks like. Now, my thing is you got to win this game if you're the 49ers. you got to. I know people are like, oh, whatever. No, no, no. You lose this? We just talked about the Vikings. You lose this, Vikings, they jump over you. Now you're the three seed. Now you don't even have, like, divisional round. You're going to be – you might get one playoff game. I yeah. think this game is way too important for the 49ers to just sit players. I just don't see that. Now, I saw the comment, and, you know, I want to go to Kyle Shanahan here because I just – I think that it's very, very important to understand how the coach sees this as far as like resting your players and kind of all that stuff. And listen to him talk about the importance of the number two seed. This is Shanahan. I think it's real important. I mean, our first goal is to get in the playoffs. Um, uh, call it the tournament. And once you get there, you always have a chance for your ultimate goal. And everything about once you do get there is positioning yourself the best way you can. And, you know, we don't know until we come in, but them just telling us, you know, tell the, the team that right now that we have the two seed, if we can take care of business, I know that fires the guys up and, um, you know, I think with Philly losing, it sounds like we got a chance with the other one too. So um, our playoffs just started a long time ago is the way we look at it, and um, we're going to keep it going. Yeah, playoffs started a long time ago. Well, nine straight wins. That's pretty damn impressive. Can you keep that win total going? Momentum is important. you got swing. Plus, on top of this, Purdy needs more reps. That dude's played in five games in his career. Mm-hmm. He needs time with all these players. I'm telling you right now, Debo's playing. Elijah Mitchell's playing. CMC's playing. Now, does that mean you go out and you give Christian McCaffrey 25 touches? I don't like that. And so, again, I'm going back to the good old head coach, Kyle Shanahan, here. Don't rest, but be smart about it. I mean, we're, we're trying to make sure everyone stays healthy for the playoffs now in terms of guys who aren't healthy. Um, and then we feel it's a risk. I mean, we can be very smart with that it's not worth risking that when you know you're in the playoffs but um the goal isn't just being healthy in the playoffs it's 
we think we're a really good team and we want to make sure that continues. And we also think there's room to get better. And if anything happens, we want to make sure we're better, not worse. Um, it's really hard just to put people on hold in football and expect you'll be the same team. Um, or definitely expect you'll be better. Um, so every week we're just trying to keep, whether it's practice field, whether it's the game, I mean, there are opportunities to get better, and that's how we look at it. It's great that there's an opportunity to get the two seed. Um, we'll see what it is after this week. Um, hopefully we can win, um, but then we'll see what the situation is the next week. But we're not going to risk guys who we think um, – are putting a lot of risk to what, how their bodies are at now, but I also think it's a big risk to have guys who have been going and playing football at a high level just to tell them don't play for three weeks and then make sure you play at that high level for three and a half hours when everything's on the line. So we're just balancing that out, and um, we'll see how it continues. Yeah, I'm telling you, all those players are playing, and I think it's important. And so I do think, however, Brian, tell me what you think about this. Let's say you go into halftime – Let's say you're up 14 to 7. Whatever. You're up a touchdown. You check the scoreboard and the Eagles are up 20 to 3. Does that change what you do in the second half? Because whenever I was going through the bets, that I'm scared because I'm like, man, I don't know what the 49ers are going to do in the second half. Am I crazy? Yeah, I think I might be Load management should come into play no matter what this game. Like you said, even if you're playing Christian McCaffrey all four quarters, you shouldn't be giving him 25 touches, especially because you have some other talented backs there. Um, I really like what the Jaguars did last week, and I like that Shanahan mentioned balance. You guys, some of you have mentioned you prefer momentum. Some of you have mentioned fully healthy. I think somewhere in between works. The Jaguars had nothing, essentially nothing to play for against the Texans last week. It was always going to come down to Week 18 against the Titans for the AFC South they could have sat everyone and no one would have questioned it. They sat no one. They started Lawrence. They started ETN. They blew the doors off the Texans and had a huge lead at halftime. ETN did not play at all the second half. Lawrence played a little bit into the third quarter. That, I think, is a blueprint that the Niners should follow. Now, if it's 14-7 when you do that, play him a little longer. I don't think this Cardinals yeah. team is really going to keep up enough. Even if you get if you get a two-score lead at any time in the second half— play uh, sit the guys that have proven themselves they still get a game in they still feel like they're they have in game condition and they got that momentum going so i i like that they're not going to sit them at all but i would try to find a, an opportunity not to let them play the whole game if you get a big enough lead if it's 14 7 even if you know the eagles game is in hand you mentioned the vikings you, you don't that two and three seed could be the difference between uh, playing at Levi Stadium or playing in Minnesota in their dome, and the Vikings, as, as bad as they are, they can put up points. They had the best wide receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. You don't want to give them any more advantages than right. they already have. So I would want you to lock in that two seed, keep the momentum going, get a lead. This is a Cardinals team that is just a mess, other than J.J. Watt, and what an amazing career he's had. He'll probably get a sack or two. That's yeah, not enough so. to change an entire game play for the two seed, but find an opportunity to rest your starters once you're comfortably in front. Yeah, and if the 49ers have had any weaknesses defensively, it's when you have a stud-wide receiver that can take advantage, like we saw with Devontae Adams. Well, guess what? DeAndre Hopkins is not even playing, but you know he's had a decent game against us, but it's nothing really to be worried about, especially when David Blau's out there. So not too concerned about this game. You do what you got to do, and you tell your team, look, you guys go get up by three scores in the second half, all right, cool. Then you get a little bit more rest time, but you've got to go out there. So some of my bets of the week, I'm betting the 49ers score first. It's better than even money uh, because I know the first quarter, I know our studs are going to be out there. So that's why I like that. 
Uh, Josh, he says, good game to get TDP and Mason involved. I We saw TDP and Mason get first quarter snaps and carries in back-to-back weeks. Now, it was only like one or two, but yes, I'm with you. Um, CMC should be the guy out there. Third down, he should be out there, uh, should get the start. But I think the second half, you know, just did the Patreon breakdown, which everything's up. Every offensive snap, defensive snap, scouting report. I'm doing uh, scouting report in the uh, – sorry, special teams in the morning for the Raiders game. But in the second half, the very first drive of the second half, Christian McCaffrey got seven out of eight touches on a touchdown drive. Like, it was just – it was CMC, CMC, CMC. It's what it is. And, yeah, Bosa's going to be going for the record. He's at 17.5 now. Alden Smith's at 19.5. He can do it against the Cardinals offensive line that has been one of the most banged up in the entire league uh, and a quarterback who isn't mobile uh, the way that Kyler Murray is. So I, I absolutely think that that's an opportunity. And I think Elijah Mitchell, if he's going to be active for this game, you need to get him some touches, get him back into get it. You know, there's a lot of the psychology around getting injured. It's not even about the knee. It's about, okay, I'm playing an NFL game. Okay, that's what a hit feels like. You'd rather him experience that in week 18 when the game doesn't matter as much than in the first game of the playoffs if he has to spell CMC on a drive or two. Uh, so I would get him involved as well and actually keep CMC's, you know, maybe – front load it, get a score, get, you know, get, get a, a couple score lead and then kind of ease CMC out of it. Yeah. Tommy appreciate the gift of the super chat. He says the NFL is rigged a rod revenge game. He wants to stay away from it. I get it. They love storylines and the NFL cares about anything. It is dollars and cents. And the weird thing is if you look across the league, it, it's Cowboys, it's 49ers, it's Packers in the NFC. Any mix of those three teams, you're getting paid. So I, if it was like, I don't know, AFC, but if it was like Packers versus the Lions, no offense, Don Burr, like, yeah, okay. Then maybe you could jump into the conspiracy theories. But you look at the 49ers, I mean, from ticket sales across the league, good go- we just had 75% at the Raiders game. We've showed up. I've been at all the road games. I've been at every damn one. There's solid red everywhere. Um, and so, yeah, it's all about that money, but I don't think they're – the tide's going to turn, turn, especially with this Purdy movement. Uh, we'll see where that is. Um, we'll see where that is. Alberto, he says, bro, I love the hat. Where can I pick it up? With that big SF and the colors, the way it stands out. So this is a custom one done by my man, Project Hoea, um, who is just such a good cat, man. So if you want one of these guys, he does jerseys as well. You got to head over to Instagram, and it's Project H-O-E-A, Project Hoea. You put your order in there. He does great work. Love the dude. Um, you pick out whatever you want, whatever colors, and he creates it. This is all hand done up here, and I've got a jersey, Hufunga jersey, uh, with the same thing over the numbers. Um, so, yeah, you want to check that out, head over that way. Um, also, got to throw this up. Look at my main man right here. Look at Brian in that hey. picture, baby. We are going to be tailgating the wild card game. Now, if the 49ers get a bye week, all right, we're going to refund everybody that paid 100% of their money. But for those that want to come out and party with us, we're doing a 49ers rush road trip in Levi's. We're going to be throwing a huge party in the uh, blue lot number one. Uh, it's going to be an absolute blast. Unlimited drinks, food, you name it. We got it. It's going to be awesome. Walk to the stadium together. Wayne Breezy's coming out. It's going to be incredible. Uh, that's for the wild card game. Just head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Tickets are up now. That will sell out. Just so you know, we have limited spots because I want to make sure 
everybody gets all the food and drinks they want. I don't want to be one of those tailgates where it's like you wait in line for 45 minutes for food and then what? No, no, that's not what I want. I want I want you to get beyond your money's worth. And we usually part we partied afterwards too, which was really cool. Uh, we still had beer left over, which seems uh criminal. That, that is criminal. Somebody somebody didn't do their job. <laughs> there we go. But I'd rather have too much than not enough. I've been to those tailgates and get frustrated, but that's okay. That's okay. So Brian, I want to say thank you, man. Um, it's been too long. Wonderful to see your beautiful face. Always Brian. good to be on here. Yeah. It is good. So we're going to try to get him on some more. Now, can we get a couple predictions? If you had to, I know you talked about the Lions. So you've got, where do you have the 49ers fitting in this scale? Who, who's, is it the 2-7? Is that what you see with the 49ers? Yeah, I, I think, you know, Philly will win, lock in the one. Eagle, uh, uh, Niners at two, playing the Lions. Uh, Vikings stay in at three. Bucks at four with with that crap of a, a division. Um, Cowboys stay in at five. Coming off a win, I do think they'll beat the Commanders in Sam Howell's debut. That's another another game that technically has implications, but it's just like it's not a great matchup. I don't know what the spread is there, but um, yeah, not good. Giants at six, and I mentioned uh, Lions at seven in the NFC. I love it. So you've got the 49ers versus the Lions. That's your two seven. Yep. You've got the Vikings versus the Giants. Yuck. Terrible Probably game. Right uh, off the bat, without doing more analysis, might be leaning Giants in that one, just so you know. <laughs> that would They're be just, awesome. Well, I, I, would, I just don't believe in this this Vikings team. This Giants team is riding high. The Vikings team is, is on the other side of it. Uh, they have so many weaknesses. They have one, literally have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. The Giants might not have the same talent, but I just love how their coach, Dable, has done a phenomenal job in a single season. He's made Daniel Jones relevant you know, yeah. in the year where they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, he had his best year as a, uh, as a pro, best game as a pro last week when it mattered most when they needed to lock up a playoff spot. Uh, Saquon resurgence. There's just a lot to like about uh, that that Giants team. Yep, I like it. And then the four-five, which seems to be almost penciled in already. Cowboys, Cowboys, Bucks. Bucks. So we'll see that, and we'll we'll go into the, all the playoff stuff because it's gonna be it's gonna be full swing. Because as these games start coming out, then you get the schedule release. Because, again, remember for the wild card round, games can be on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday this year. They're doing a Monday night wild card game. Mm. So it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. But I want to say thank you to the man behind the scenes, Clayton, always crushing it. Brian, thank you so much for your time. That's going to do it for us here. And until next time, whew, you guys know the words. Stay strong, faithful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.